What's up, guys? Welcome back to Sensory Overload. I'm your co-host, Presley Colby. Here with um, Ashley Deaver. My other co-hosts, your favorite average Jills, are finally back at it. So we took a little break. You know, we started up some summer camps at work, got kind of crazy. Yes. Had our We had our one week off of summer break. And so we milked that. Yes, we did. <laughs> we, we really did. But now we're back and uh, on a new day slash night. So I hope you guys enjoy that time. Yeah, and can join us. Yeah, and can join us too. And I don't know if you guys know or not, but we are on iTunes now. So if you search Sensory Overload, you'll find us. It'd be awesome if you guys could subscribe, subscribe, comment, you know, tell us we're awesome or that we suck. Whatever you want. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully, hopefully the first one, hopefully not the, the latter. Former, yep. Leave reviews. Yeah, leave. Oh, yeah. And leave reviews. Thanks, Kev. Thanks, Kev. We asked for uh, Kev's input today, so we'll see how that yes. goes. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for including me. You're welcome. Some, um, you're our guy. Wow, you're in. All right. You want to tell us what we're talking yeah, about today, Ash? I, we're super excited. So episode five, can you believe that? No, I can't. Gosh, it's It fun. really fires me up, though. It does. I look forward to... I was texting Presley the other day and talking about my, my puffer, my, <laughs> my, my guy who... And she's missing it today. I am. I'm missing... So, it's probably it, like a subliminal message. Mm-hmm. Kev's like, you, you don't get one of those anymore. You lost <laughs> it the first episode. <laughs> the very first episode, we lost our little... Yes. I found it, though. What, what was it called again? What's the official term? A windscreen. But we call it a puffer. A yeah, we call it a puffer. That's, That's what it. Yeah. Puffer. Um, so today we're going to talk about practice and preparation mm-hmm. um, and kind of the difference between the two words, first of all, and then what it means um, to practice and prepare for something for um, our population and the kiddos that we serve. And then we're going to kind of talk about visuals and why we use visuals, what visuals are. The purpose. Um, the purpose, mm-hmm. rhyme, reason. And then we'll kind of finish um, with social stories. Yeah. Which all kind of ties into the same idea and um, thing that we're kind of talking about today. So first, we kind of wanted to share a story. So um, as you guys know or may not know, if you're just joining us, Presley and I work together. Um, we work for a nonprofit in um, the DFW area, and we serve the special needs population, Mm -hmm. kids of all abilities um, from two to 18. So a fun thing that we did and that kind of sets our center apart is we over-prepare and prompt and practice for big events. Truly above and beyond. I mean, we have a parent that says, okay, I want them to learn how to brush their teeth. You got it. Every single thing you want to know about brushing your teeth, they're going to know. Oh, and you break it down to the bare Mm -hmm. minimum. So you start at literal square one and built up to teeth brushing which a lot of times we take for granted so that kind of also plays into the story so we had a little girl who was um, new to our school and she um, had challenges and and um, came a long way since when we first met her Um, but all that to say she was going to be the flower girl in this grandiose wedding in downtown Dallas. I think it was upwards of 300 people, maybe four or 500. Right. And it wasn't just a day event. I think it was like a, didn't she miss a couple days of school? Like a couple a week days. Yeah. She had event. family coming in from out mm-hmm. of town. Um, it was, it was an ordeal. And anyone who is listening and has been a participant of any sort of wedding, being a part of it really adds a lot to your plate. It's, mm-hmm. it's stressful. It's beautiful. It's magical, but it's a lot of work. It is. So, especially for a mom of, I mean, I had 
a lot of flower girls in my wedding and I know it was a pain but I'm so grateful they did it because I'm so glad they were there right and I love having those photos but I know it's got to be stressful for mom got to be stressful and that's for any child Mm -hmm. I mean not not just our children but especially our children exactly Um, especially for that's what I was trying to say the moms you know I know that's so stressful yeah so when you get asked to be a flower girl it's like this really beautiful box that the bride prepares and the parents probably get it and are like oh Oh, Uh she's cute I know she's cute but I don't think she can walk down the aisle for me yeah so Uh um our little friend was asked to be the flower girl at this grandiose wedding um so she accepted it was a family member um but this is a huge hurdle it was a huge feat um that she overcame and how she was able to do that I truly believe was practice right practice for the preparation and preparation is what you've learned from practice Mm -hmm. so without us going through all of the steps Monday she brought in her dress which she didn't want to even have I mean she didn't want on her skin on her body didn't Didn't want want to really look look. at it she wanted it zipped up in the garment bag and put away yeah nothing to do with it mm -mm. not not a thing we showed her pictures from my wedding we Mm -hmm. showed her pictures from another staff member that's married from their wedding we pulled up watched people walk down the aisle we talked about throwing flowers you know that was just day one that was yeah Monday Mm -hmm. this was Monday and again we were told a week in advance so we were like okay this is what we're gonna do so Mm -hmm. Monday that was that was our first mountain um on Tuesday I think we gradually got her to try it on yeah I think she put on the dress by the time so we have that rotating schedule Mm -hmm. and by 10 30 she had the dress on she had the dress on and Mm -hmm. she was parading around showing everybody Mm and we celebrated and and um we're just so proud of her Mm -hmm. that I mean if she did nothing else she had the dress on and that was amazing Mm -hmm. Um, got some cute pictures for mom (laughs) Mm -hmm. mom probably cried a little yep uh we we did cried a little maybe maybe I probably did still (laughs) probably might cry after telling the story yes Mm -hmm. um so then the week progresses and we get to Thursday and Friday so we feel like she's ready. She has the dress on at this point, really actually enjoys it, calls her, what What was it, the Glitter Bride Princess? Yeah. No, that was what, that wasn't hers. What did, oh. oh, did she? I think that was Princess Glitter Bride. Princess Glitter Bride. Princess Glitter Bride. So anytime we see her now in the hallways, it's kind of catchy. But <gasps> Oh, there she is. <laughs> the, the famous. Um, so she, she really got comfortable doing that. Um, and then we decided to have a mock wedding. Mm-hmm. So in our sensory gym, which is amazing, um, we set up chairs, much like she would see at the wedding. We created an aisle. An aisle with some of our equipment. I and another coworker <laughs> had a lovely tunnel gown on. It we were beautiful. bridesmaids. It was beautiful, mm-hmm. truly. We had somebody... Um, as the officiant. Raven was in it, our, my dog. Yep. She was a bridesmaid as well. And then the audience were all of our other students in the school. So our school um, at this time had upwards of 50 students. Mm-hmm. So everyone came for the wedding. Um, the music started and she did beautifully. She she walked down the aisle and... With her bouquet and her dress. Yeah, the whole, the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. And it was so special to have her do this and, and truly, truly... Um, accomplish something and feel confident in it and confident so she practiced and then um, we sent her off for the weekend and all the festivities and we heard from family that it was a huge success Mm -hmm. and they had nothing but great things to say and we we truly have practice to thank for that fast forward to that Saturday yeah she walked down the aisle in front of 400 possibly 500 people I don't remember it was a lot I can't even imagine and she did great 
She did it. She killed it, if I do say so myself. I know. Wore her dress. She had no, mom said there was no fuss about doing her hair. She did great. So that, just like Ashley said, that was the practice that made her feel prepared to accomplish something huge. And that, and this is um, an example that we love to share because of um, how special it is to us, but we do this day to day. Mm -hmm. So um, it doesn't have to be something as big as a wedding or um, an event. It could be something as small as like Presley was saying, brushing your teeth, daily living skills. Mm -hmm. Um, It could be going to a new grocery store. That's a great example. Mm-hmm. A new grocery store or just the grocery store. Right. Or going to the movies, anywhere. the mall. Right. You know, so many of our kids have siblings that may or may not have needs as well. And they want to go do different things too. And parents feel like I, I can't take I can't take my child with needs there because yeah. they're nervous. They don't feel prepared. So we help prepare the parents by giving them the tools that we mm-hmm. give the children to show, okay, if they start doing this show them a visual, show right. them a social story. So Right. And those tools won't always work. So your tools have to evolve as your child's needs evolve. And depending on where you're going, you can't use the wedding mm-hmm. again. I mean, you're not going to use the wedding preparation for going to the movies. Um, so it has to be the right mixture of of concentrated focus mm-hmm. and um, relaxation yep. too. So you don't want to be confined to your four walls just because you have a child with special needs. They can do all the same things that that um, anyone else can do, and absolutely just differently, and just looks a little different. Mm-hmm. Some kids have to practice for a dance recital, and they right. can practice for six weeks, and then they can put their costume on and go do it. Right. Our kids, it looks a little bit different. Yeah. You know, we have to give them visuals, and what we say by a visual, that just means literally a pictorial representation of what we're doing Mm -hmm. so um sometimes i think i could be completely wrong i don't this is just a total personal opinion i believe our children think in pictures and in symbols and i think a lot of the kids that i teach you guys all know i'm a communication person i love aac that's like my heart and soul i love all types of communication total communication is my my jam i love it but i have kids that i can i feel like i can literally see them processing by going through their Rolodex of images what and they know, producing a sentence. Mm-hmm. Yes. I believe that wholeheartedly. So that's what a visual is. Um, we make visual schedules. We make um, visualing, visuals also help label. You think, why do I have to put door on that door? But that's just another step, another piece of the puzzle that helps them understand every time they walk through that. And then they generalize, this is a door to the studio. Oh, I walk in the door at my house. I walk right. in the door when I go to school. I walk in the door in my classroom. All that kind of stuff. Right. Visuals are usually like step one Mm -hmm. of introducing the world to a child with needs or nonverbal or whatever, whatever that child um, needs. Um, But it's step one. So once you said generalizing a door, once you see that that door looks like that and then you can associate the picture to the actual door, then you can say, okay, this door is a lot like the door in my classroom is a lot like the door to wherever. So then they're starting to make those neural pathway connections and yes. connections just with their world. Yes. And they're they're um, making sense of what they see and kind of what they know. And those more, the more neural pathways we have, the better. That's how mm-hmm. we build on things. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, like Ashley said, visuals is step one. That's step one. So we do something a lot called a visual schedule. Any new kid I have, visual schedule. I don't know if they're going to need it or not. I always make one Mm -hmm. just because it takes away a lot of the anxiety. It's just kind of like an itinerary, a plan. Yeah. Uh Me, 
I can go with the flow. <laughs> I can. have no problem. We're going to get there. We don't know what we're going to do. We're going to find something to do. My husband, not like that. He wants a, a lot of people aren't like that. He wants to know. I mean, not so planned out like, okay, we're going to land at 3:30 and then we're going to get out the airport at 3:45. But some people need that. Yeah. Our kids need that. Just a, for a long time I made a lot of mistakes of thinking, "Oh, they they'll be fine." Mm-hmm. No. The more prepared they are, the more meticulous you are with telling them at first right. until they have a trust with you and a rapport and they know that your word is your word and you're not going to go against it. Right. You got to do step one visuals. And when they're having a hard day, pull that schedule back out. The the purpose truly is to eliminate as many unknowns as possible. Um, so as soon as you do that, wherever you are, and like you said, build that trust in your classroom since you are a professional, um, that's when the child will start to trust you and pull back some of the reins of their, mm-hmm. their control or their anxiety or their rigidity mm-hmm. and start being more flexible and they can really kind of grow outside of their comfort zone. And that's a really cool place to be and to, to see in your, your kids. I feel like you, you see that every day and it's, it's it is. amazing. It is a neat, a neat place to be and to see. And a lot of times what I want people not to forget is if some days you think that they're past those videos, it's okay to pull them back out. Right. I used to think, oh no, we're, we're taking a step back. But you know what? Sometimes I have a visual schedule. Right. And I'm, I'm happy to do that for you, Presley. Thank you. I'll just, do that for yep, you too. Just, I'll advocate, advocate for yourself and I'll I, make your I, visual thank schedule. Thank you, I will. Do you know, sometimes <laughs> I do, uh, Virginia's going to laugh when she listens to this. And when I'm really stressed, I make myself a to-do list. And step one is like, wake up. Did that? Check. <laughs> Step two, turn on the lights. Oh, turned them on. Step three, fill the diffuser. Got it. I just, you know, it it is. You're right. I think it comes down Mm -hmm. to control Mm -hmm. and to knowing that everything is going to be okay. Right. We're safe. We got this under control. It's going to be fine. It's self-soothing for you. I mean, you're able to do that for yourself, but imagine not not being able to. Mm -hmm. I mean, being in the dark for all things and communication and you don't understand me lady Mm -hmm. i don't care what you're saying yeah you're speaking spanish i'm speaking french and Mm -hmm. we're we're not show me the show me the pictures i'm like okay i got you i'll show you the pictures but anyway so the visuals are also customizable Mm -hmm. which is kind of what you were also talking about but i just wanted to reiterate that um every child is different every child needs different um visuals to be comfortable Mm -hmm. and to meet their needs um, and then also we see a huge um, decrease in child's quote unquote behavior. Absolutely. Um, and because of the anxiety and frustration that it causes, I mean, we see a lot of. But because why? The communication is there. Right. What you're communicating to them is very clear, it's concise, and they know. So, of course, yeah. the behaviors are going to decrease because they know what to expect. Right. And. Not every day, I know, not every day you can make a schedule. Not every day is going to be this perfectly cut and dry, here's how it is. But Mm -hmm. there are tons of resources that you can use that make on the fly. Sometimes I use something called ChoiceWorks. Boom, make a schedule in five seconds. And the kids can actually physically move it over and show that it's checked off. I feel so out of touch. So what what is ChoiceWorks? Is it, it's an app? It's an app. Mm -hmm. You can get it on your phone. Oh gosh, I don't know. I, oof. I don't know. Let me look. I, I want to say it $10, maybe less. I mean, it's so good to have in your back pocket just as And you can put it on a your resource. phone. You mm-hmm. can put it on the child's iPad. Yep. I've got it on my iPad right here. Choice works. I don't know how much it was. But here's one. Um, we had some friends that were in a play. And, um, oh, I did one. I'm. You guys know that I love my church. I like to do a lot of things with the care ministry or our special needs. I did one for Sunday school. 
with this little boy that has autism and so cool. they didn't you know they're like we don't know how to help 6.99 oh thank you <laughs> thank it's, you i told you less than ten dollars i'm good hey, hey kev thanks for chiming in no you problem. know sometimes i think kevin you might benefit from a visual schedule uh, definitely we could make him a checklist uh-huh. what and to do when you know, he arrives and when he leaves and when we get to social stories oh my god you have no idea how much i need that <laughs> when we get to social stories it's okay if it's not perfect yeah i can feel proud that I accomplished a goal. You can do hard things. You can do hard things. I have issues there with perfectionism <laughs> and hey, it's not a bad thing. Task. Oh, we all do. I'm really bad squirrel. at staying on task. It's awful. <laughs> yeah, squirrel, squirrel. No, but um, yeah, visuals are good. Kev, you want a visual schedule? Yeah, we can make you a movable one. Will you really? Yeah, I will. <laughs> you think that. you think I'm joking? I'll bring it next time. Please do. Presley can do it. I really want to see this, and then I can kind yep. of you know give my share my experience within yes. whatnot you know you should yeah <gasps> totally do that check elise, back with us yeah elise probably knows what a visual schedule Next is week. maybe yeah. you'll have to ask her i will ask her i bet she knows she's gonna be so proud of you she's gonna be like wait quit hanging out with those girls i need to teach you <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness okay so let's talk about the grocery store prep Ooh, yes so our upper school um which right now is consisting of all boys, which is really crazy mm-hmm. that we have no girls in in our classes. Um, but those boys are 12 to 17, I think, is our oldest. Yep, 17 or 18, but I think you're right with 17. I think he's going to be 18, mm-hmm. which is crazy. I, I don't feel like I can say 18 yet. I know. That means, in my mind, 18 is just so old. It, I know. I feel like that, too. Um, I really do. And we legitimately have an upper school, Yeah, which is crazy. There are our boys, though. Um, so we're so proud of them. They um, have started doing something a little bit different. So our, our younger kiddos are still very academically focused, um, whereas our upper school boys are um, highly, highly focused on vocational, mm-hmm. daily living skills, independent skills, um, and more functional academics. Right, more functioning um, academics. So what that kind of means and what we've we found that a lot of parents are really looking for at this age is doing doing the quote-unquote normal things. So going to a grocery store, being able to make their own lunches. Um, I, I started making my own lunch when I was, you know, middle school, so I can only imagine. You know, gotta, I got to admit something. My mom, shout out to Carrie, Carrie Newman, shout out. She made my lunch all the way through high school. And then when I moved back in before I got married, she still made my lunch. Gosh, I loved it. You you should shout That's out. That's awesome. You should yeah. call her after this podcast. Shout out. And just I should. Hey, mom. Thanks, mom. Thanks. Love you. Thanks, mom. Yeah. <laughs> I can make my own lunch now. But do I? But does Brady? No. Uber Eats. <laughs> Oh, squirrel. Uh, yes. Anyway, back on task. So these boys this year um, for social skills um, started going to the grocery store, making trips and doing their their visual schedules for what that looks like from start to finish. So making a grocery list mm-hmm. and what that entails and what they like and don't like. It didn't start out like that. Though. It didn't. Nope. Their didn't. teacher prepared them so well. Mm-hmm. And she kind of had to say, this is what we're doing. We're going to get it done. And by the end of the school year, they're going to be making their own lunches. Right. And what were they doing? They were making not only their lunches, mm-hmm. they were making a main entree. Oh, my god! No, gosh, they had I multiple. Forgot. They had upwards of two or three main entrees that they were making yes. plus sides. Mm-hmm. So not only were they doing the meat and potatoes, they had all the accoutrements Pretty to cool. make multiple meals for themselves. And now they can go to that specific grocery store mm-hmm. and walk on the aisle with their mom or their dad or whoever 
pick out their groceries and leave because they know what to expect. Right. They've practiced, they're prepared, and they feel confident in what they're doing. Who would think something as simple as grocery shopping that I think is so monotonous and I don't like to do? I love they, the grocery shop. They I feel, love it so much. Oh, you can do mine. I, I would love to. You know, I might be looking for a personal shopper in the next few months. How much are you willing to pay? It's friendship and love. <laughs> That's fair. I really, truly love it. It's one of those, like, so this for us is kind of um, an escape. Mm-hmm. A grocery store and workout are my escapes. That's so nerdy. I wish. Yeah, I Man, love it. I wish. But I'm one, of, I'm one of those people that go like up and <laughs> those down are productive. the aisle. productive. I know. Yikes. Up and down the aisle. Like, you know I don't just you like know, to go to the chips and then go to the, the produce. Oh, I'm I like, like to go to oh, the I'm produce. A to be, like, Make I, a yeah. list. Get me out of here. Me too. And aisle two. No, no, no. Unless there's samples. Then you I might you might get me to stay a little bit longer. We can't go grocery shopping together. I'm telling you, if we're in there for over 20 minutes, I'm like, we got to go. I'm going to the car i'll pull it up and you can load up the groceries gosh that would yeah that would you and brady are like peas in a pod well you see yeah you, you, you my wife your... would get along great yeah <laughs> well we can all just kev we'll just go <laughs> yeah we'll go to the happy hour or the we'll coffee be in and shop out. yeah <laughs> and you guys can grocery shop yes and you guys go grocery there and you we'll go we'll text you what we need and perfect then, and then you guys will make dinner and do the dishes because uh, dishes are a no for me oh i'll do the dishes okay. that doesn't bother me oh wet food Sensory. That's my. I don't mind dishes sensory. either. I don't mind dishes. We got. We got you guys. Yeah. Anyway. We can work this out. Yeah. Gosh, I love it. But <laughs> the kids are awesome. Squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> yeah, the kids are awesome. Sorry, we digress. They were awesome, but like but, you said, preparation. I mean, that's why all of these things that we're talking about today in our podcast are so relevant. And um, when I first said, you know, anything. Oh yeah. No matter what you're doing, I don't care if it's zipping up your backpack. Mm-hmm. Something as small as. I mean, these kids can make their own lunches now. That's huge. Yeah. That, think about how much stress we talked about having a mom being in a wedding that's so stressful. Right. What about packing lunch? You've well, got two other much, kids. How one much that kid. unloads. Yes. I mean, and, and again, just kind of having a child with needs doesn't mean that they're not normal, but you do things differently. So mm-hmm. having some normalcy in your yes. life and to Being be able, able to, to have shop. a teenage, yes. a teenage boy make his own lunch or cool. uh, make a snack if he's hungry. Not, e- I mean, even if the children aren't making their own lunches, that's not the point. The point is that they have the ability if they needed to. Um, and when they're hungry, they can feed themselves Yes, and they, they know what they like. They know what they're allowed and not allowed to have, which is so the more we talk about it, the more it hypes me up. Me too. That is awesome. What she did what Virginia did is amazing she she had she truly had a vision so Mm -hmm. this is something that we've kind of spoken into fruition for a really long time and we always said this is something that we want to do this is the route that we want to go especially with our our kids getting older Mm -hmm. we have to start um, thinking outside the box which is something we do anyways but even more so to to meet all of the needs. You have to be a little more creative when they get older. Exactly Um, and and Virginia took it and ran with it and she knew exactly X, Y, and Z of how she wanted things to go. Good thing she's so organized, organized and meticulous. And yep. Yes. Yep. So, you know, I digress. We'll get off talking about <laughs> that subject because I love it so, so proud much. of our kids, though. Yes, so proud of we our gotta kids. we got to celebrate. But what does that look like for you at home? Right. What does that look like for the new teacher? Kevin, what does that look like for you when you have to go to the grocery store and you're overwhelmed? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not equipped for this. We- <laughs> There are so many tools that you can use. You're mm-hmm. not alone. Nope. Google Board Maker, Google Symbol Sticks. Pictello. We use Pictello, all of this. Oh, Pictello for social story. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, I'm going to mm-hmm. talk about that next. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not alone. Or if your child can read, write them a checklist. Yep. That's it. Sometimes the anxiety of the unknown 
to them, we don't know what it means. You right. think, okay, we're going to go to the movies. You've known the movies a thousand times. Yeah. Well, the smells of the movies sometimes make me queasy. Right. The people there, we don't know. I mean, it's new people every single yeah. time you go. If you go at a different time, whoa, whoa, whoa. Last time we went to the movies, it was light when we came out, and now it's dark. Right. All of that stuff. Yeah. The exchange of money and mm-hmm. what, I mean, having so many different options for snacks and Sometimes there's where to an sit. arcade when you mm-hmm. walk in, you know, all that kind of yeah. thing. So just I would think if you wanted to kind of get in the mindset of a kid in that kind of situation, try just every once in a while going to the movies by yourself because it's always so much different of, a, of Never an experience have I ever. Really? than when you go Never with have people. I ever. Yeah. It's, oh. it's great. I love it. Is but it? Okay. at first, it's weird. You like to go work out and go to the grocery store. I'm going to go to the movies by myself. You have been talking about the movies. Are you? you I feel like you're having a little stuck thinking. Do you want to go see a certain movie? Or? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I did see Aladdin this weekend. <gasps> it was phenomenal. Was it? I cried a lot. It's a whole new world. It is. I'm not ashamed to say that I did cry. <laughs> it's Disney. I feel like how could you watch a Disney movie and without crying? And they do all the dances and they have great music. And Jasmine and is just, oh yeah, he knocked it out of the park. Yeah. But Jasmine is beautiful and powerful and wonderful. Oh and my gosh. I was crying. <laughs> anyway. Well, I just want to say if I do a visual schedule for a homework assignment, then Ashley needs to go to the movies by herself. Okay. Oh. <gasps> And report back. Legitimately okay. by yourself. Like I you will. can't sneak someone mm-hmm. and say, you sit up there and I'll totally sit here. Solo. Wink, wink. Yes. No, I won't. Your golden I'll, egg you cannot go with and you. walk in and everything by <laughs> yeah. yourself. Buy the ticket. Don't buy the ticket ahead of time. Walk Just up to it. the... Mm-hmm. And you, you have to popcorn. do it. And you have to take an iPad and do it with an iPad. I can do that. Challenge accepted. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna make and a video a GoPro and do it and, and record it. I will. I'll do. I'm no get, because that's just doing your project. You need to kind of be in your own head. Like it'll oh. make it part of an outside thing if you bring a oh, okay. iPad. So here's yeah, the just deal. Go. Just okay. you and your own just thoughts. You, yeah. I'll I'll do like a little video what montage. I really want to see Aladdin. You oh, you really great. sold me. <laughs> I mean, and then people won't judge me because it's a Disney movie. Aladdin is really good. I feel like if I go to like a horror movie, people would re- probably judge me a little bit maybe so i'm gonna do this i'm gonna challenge accepted great i'll make a visual schedule and i'm gonna do it okay Check, download toys work 6.99 on your phone <laughs> and swipe it over buy popcorn swiped it's gonna be a great time <laughs> and i'll maybe go to the grocery store probably not i mean you probably should good practice maybe practice is preparation okay fine anyway Back on, back on task. Squirrel. Thanks, thanks, Kevin. Thanks, Kevin. Sorry. Kevin, have you ever heard of a social story? Uh, no, I don't think so. What, if you had to guess, yeah. what, what would you think it would uh, entail? So A story that happens when, you know, when, during encountering common social situations. Pretty good. Wow. Kevin. You know, I've never really oh, thought about right. the definitions, but it's pretty straightforward. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty it. Pretty cut and dry. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Okay, so a social story, like I talked about before, um, a visual schedule kind of being like an itinerary. A social story legitimately is like an itinerary for whatever you're doing. Right. But you have to, It's you could do it on the fly. Mm-hmm. So you could make it if a child is acting like they're going to melt down. You could do it if you know you're going somewhere. But Presley, can you do it if you're already there? I mean... It's got to be flexible. It's We're talking about flexibility and not having... You know, it probably won't have as much of an effect. Now, I've got some kids that I could definitely do that with, mm-hmm. but I like to... Like, for example, we're going to the aquarium on Friday. So my kids have been watching a social story since Monday about an aquarium. 
start to finish what there yeah what what is so there is before i spout off the wrong information to you guys there is a specific way to write a social story we have kind of stepped away from that and done it more of a way where we work Mm -hmm. and it works for us right but it might not work for every child so if you're going to make a social story i really encourage you to research it and know exactly what you're doing courtney would not be happy with me if i didn't say that (laughs) There is a very specific way to make a social story. We follow that very, very closely, right. but I don't know all the steps. I'm not going to say, okay, here's step one, step two. I can tell you how I do it and how it works for me. So we're going to the aquarium. Mm-hmm. My first slide will be a picture of the aquarium. Right. And the voice. An actual picture or a picture you find on the internet? Um, if Good I don't, question. Yeah. If I don't have an actual picture, I'll Google aquariums. It doesn't have to be so meticulous that it's exactly the same. It would be awesome if it was. Mm-hmm. When we went to the fair, we made sure it was exactly the same. I remember you guys mm-hmm. went on a day that they weren't open and you took pictures of all things yes. in real real life, real time. Yep, real time, all the people, all of, I mean, it's hard to explain smells in a social story from the fair, but yeah. we tried, you know. I mean, and that was another successful trip right. that we took Um 16 kids to the fair and it but was that's in october and we started preparing them oh, at the like beginning of the school year yeah. august september right. so um a social story that looks like okay back to the grocery store thing today we're going to go to the grocery store mm-hmm. and have a picture of the grocery store next slide is at the grocery store there are a lot of food the next one you could say when we're at the grocery store we do not eat the food that we see you have to buy it first it's step by step when we're leaving we can leave the grocery store and feel proud that we left successfully Mm -hmm. that type of thing i feel like maybe the difference that we kind of put in like our own flair is the um verbiage Mm -hmm. for one and then two um more of like our our curriculum so we use social thinking social flex or flex social thinking um what's the flex Superflex. Superflex. Um, so a lot of expected, <gasps> unexpected. Oh, stuck and thinking, Kevin stuck knows. Thinking. I love to talk about yeah. stuck thinking. I had stuck thinking earlier, remember? He doesn't remember. Oh, you no, know, I don't remember at all. I had <laughs> stuck thinking. Out the window. Yeah. What are y'all doing? Stuck thinking, I say it every time we're here. Really? Yeah. Just How mean, did I notice that? It just means you're obsessed with something. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't yeah, get yeah, it yeah. out of your mind. Sorry. Yeah, but it's it sounds so much better than saying, stop obsessing uh-huh. to a kid. Oh, you got some stuck thinking. And yeah. so now I say... Stuck thinking. I got stuck thinking. Like when you touch the microphone a hundred times, stuck thinking. Right. That's true. You know? When you when you fix our, our um, cameras. Yep, constantly. Stuck, stuck that's stuck thinking. thinking. It's not... Oh, man. I, I have major stuck thinking. I mean, you're a perfectionist, but it's because you have stuck thinking <laughs> yeah, about it, being perfect. <laughs> okay. And there's nothing wrong with having stuck thinking, but sometimes our kids have such stuck thinking and they're so fixated on that. If... It's not dealt with in a delicate way or in the correct mm-hmm. way the entire day. They're going to be thinking about, you oh, yeah. not let me. Or it's traumatizing. Mm-hmm. Or or then the stuck thinking becomes an anxiety or it becomes something that they hide or something that they're afraid to talk about. And all of those things are, it manifest are in yeah. a, whole, a whole lot of different ways. I'm trying to see if I've got a good example of a social story here that I could show that doesn't have anyone's name in it. That might be tricky. We could even post something. Yeah. We can post something on our social media, on mm-hmm. Facebook. Um, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and then we can also post it. Um, I would definitely to like to see an example. Okay. Yeah. I, we can definitely show you. So the app I use, I know it's $20. It's called Pictello. 1999. 1999, girl. 1999. And um, 
you can make that on the fly. That is something that you could absolutely make on the fly. So you could be in the car and it start pouring down rain when you told the child and you were preparing for Six Flags. Yes. Um, but starts pouring down rain. You have to audible to the movie <laughs> main event. I was going to say main event. There the was movies. a sound yeah. though. <laughs> the movies. Yeah. So in the car while you're possibly about to have yes a, you know, a breakdown a meltdown. Maybe. Right. Maybe all parties. I might meltdown if I didn't get to go to Six Flags too. I, that's fair. Because so, you had stuck thinking. I did. So one thing I would put in there that you added that I might be unique to us and it might not be, it might be a piece. I, I do believe that that is a piece from the social thinking curriculum to be able to put in there, I can feel happy and proud mm-hmm. or if I'm feeling frustrated, I can ask my teacher for a fidget, that type of stuff. You can put in that social story, um, I'm sad I didn't get to go to Six Flags and that's okay. We can go back to Six like Flags. Like an addendum? Yes. We can go to Six Flags next month. A lot of times our kids are meant to, you have to feel this way because I want you to feel this way and it's convenient right. for me. Right. Well, they're people. Oh my goodness. I had a horrible <sighs> week last week. I was not nice. I had awful stuck thinking about lots of things, but you have to get over it and it's okay yeah. to feel that way. Yeah. Acknowledge that it's okay to feel that way mm-hmm. and I'm going to help you move on from it. Right. It's not the end of the world. We're going to get through it together. Right. So like we talked about before, we really see each other as partners, learning mm-hmm. partners. And that's a, that's a term from... For a different day where yeah. I got that from. But anyway, I love social stories. They're my jam. Yeah. You use them every day. Mm-hmm. Every day. And they're, again, customizable. They're different for every kid. But you could also use them as a group and as a whole. So One oh. thing that's awesome that we do, too, a lot of collaboration. So like we mentioned, the grocery store field trip, um, a good friend of ours and a coworker, Virginia, she is the social story queen even more than I am. And she'll come in and say, oh, I already have that here. Let me airdrop it to you. Yeah. And it's awesome. That's so cool. So that that is a great point to bring up, too, because we we as teachers or educators don't have to reinvent the wheel. So if there's something out there that has already done what you're looking to do, reach out. Mm-hmm. Look at look at teaching, you know, um, Teachers say so teachers yeah, is teachers. great. Google. That's a great one. There are a lot of pre-made social stories on the internet, but right. I don't like to use those as much just because I like to have ours have that really personal feel. Right. And a lot of times that does make our kids feel a little bit more comfortable, I think. Yeah. But maybe not. Yeah. But there are resources out there. So if, if what we're directly talking about and sharing with you per our experiences don't necessarily align with what you're facing with your own kids or with your own students or um, what have you there are other ways to get that information that aren't necessarily as extreme or as personalized as kind of we're talking about absolutely and hey let us know if you find something that you think might work better we'll try it i would love to try it always open we're Mm -hmm. trying new things and adding new tools to our toolboxes if there's a question that you have about anything that we talked about let us know don't forget to follow us on facebook Instagram, Twitter, and now look for us on iTunes. Sensory overload on iTunes. And more to come there, just so you guys know. There's going to be, we'll also have YouTube stuff coming, and uh, we'll also be on SoundCloud as well. All right, here we go. Yeah. So next time you guys will get uh, a little bit of input on how the solo movie trip went. <laughs> yes, I'll report back. Yep, and that'll Kev's be what we talk visual about first. schedule. Absolutely. Yep. Oh, and press is going to the grocery store. Oh yeah, good maybe, try. Maybe. Good try though. We'll, we'll we don't see. forget. Yeah. All right, guys. Until next time. Stay, stay regulated. regulated.